0: You are listening to the Painted Goddess podcast, episode number five. Hello, lovelies. This is Jennifer, Painted Goddess. I'm so excited to be coming to you today for this podcast. I'm literally just like... Finally getting back on track from uh, a week where we had spring break in the Pacific Northwest and my kids were home. So last week's energy was really fragment fragmented and I had my energy kind of going in all directions and was feeling like stunted in a way like I hadn't really gotten a lot done. And it it shifted completely on Monday this week. So really got some energetic stuff going on. And the moon entered Libra today, Wednesday, the 17th of April, 2019. So if you're listening to this today or this week, you know, this is all very relevant to now. Although I'm sure that there are teachings within this podcast that will be relevant later. Um, Today I'm going to talk about what I'm calling the Libra Sandwich. Of full moons and I'm really excited to kind of get into it but first I wanted to uh, kind of put a little structure in here and uh, try something out which is just to you know start with a few announcements housekeeping stuff and 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 then talk about some of the work I've been doing so which I think I've kind of done in the past but I want to formalize it so I guess what I'm reading right now, one of the things that I wanted to share with you is more resources. And so, you know, that if you're familiar with my work or that you're, you know, which many of you are, um, what's informing all the things that I'm putting out right now? And I'm rereading a book called Wild Power right now, which is all about um, menstrual cycle awareness and this work ha- is done um alexandra pope and uh shanti w- uh, w- wurlitz hugo Wurlitz or hugo um these two amazing uh women who created this book have really just pulled everything together that you um that i need to know about what it is to be engaged with my menstrual cycle whatever um place it's at it even has pieces if you are not a bleeding person, right? If you're not a person who bleeds, if you're um, a person who is um, for all the all the spectrum from premenopausal people to uh, premenstrual people, uh, you know, meaning that you're not having started your moon cycle yet, or if you never will bleed, you know, if you're um, you know you identify as a woman but you don't have a, a moon cycle, so. There's definitely like something in this book for everyone and wild power really just describes the um, place of power that women can own and sit in and stand in when we recognize that we have this spiritual practice encoded within our bodies. That is the menstrual cycle. And, you know, my work as a um, moon circle leader And someone who personally has a spiritual practice around watching and noting and journaling around my own moon cycle awareness, where I look at the moon and say, you know, the moon is full right now. How am I feeling? The moon is in, you know, like I say, Libra today. How am I feeling? And just kind of noting these um, energetic patterns and energetic um, nuances as I flow from um one energy to the next what is it that's getting stuck how is the you know just kind of a a process of curiosity around how that works out for me um as a person and as a bleeding woman and um and how and how I do feel different every day and not that tracking anything will quote unquote fix you know me or my cycle there's nothing wrong with my cycle it's just my cycle and getting to know it with, um, with the help of these, this book that has, um, a lot of insight, um, you know, written from these two women's perspective, one who is still in their bleeding years and the other who is, uh, menopausal, um, you know, just using, um, uh, the, the, the cycle as a creative cycle you know, the, the the mirroring that happens when you recognize that we have an emotional tie to our bleeding cycle, as well as, you know, anyone who's not bleeding to the moon, that the it mirrors in some ways this moon cycle, where it waxes and wanes, you know, we wax and we wane. And we have energy for some things. One day, we might be really excited to go to a party and be amongst a ton of people. And the next day, we want to be in a cave you know um and while it usually isn't that dramatic of a swing you know there was probably a few days in between those two energies but how we how we accept and allow and flow and don't force ourselves to be all the things all the time is really liberating and beautiful and i highly recommend this book so um and that's wild power um, there's also a huge Facebook community that's growing. Um, they do programs and everything. So if you're interested in that work, I highly recommend you check out Wild Power um, and RedSchool.com. Okay. And then I wanted to just, you know, talk about some of the readings that I offer. I do uh, a blend of tarot and astrology. And I came to this because I am have always practiced both things as a witch. And, um, as I've been developing my kind of coaching piece, you know, really starting to use tarot and astrology as a coaching tool rather than just a mystical tool, something that forecasts or something that divines, you know, what is, what is present in the energies, but using that as, um, an anchor, to then work with work with people to help shift them into power help to see where they can you know to to in to evoke a sense of wholeness, a sense of power, a sense of here's where you are right now says the cosmos here's where you are right now says the tarot um, archetypes that are coming through for you, and <clears throat> you know using those messages as a way for me to channel in. Specific messages for my clients, it's just been really powerful. And I had, when I first started um, offering readings, you know, it was one or the other. And, um, but it quickly became like I'd had a few combination readings. And I've just gone to the fact that for the most part, I like to know where people are in their cycle. I like to know where the, you know, especially, you know, we, when doing this moon work, it's like, where is the new moon in your chart right now? Where is the full moon in this cycle right now? where Where is it in relation to the Jupiter transit? What things are up for you right now in a larger sense from the cosmos? And then using tarot to kind of really zero in on, on maybe the response that that you may be experiencing within your body and your mind and your heart um, and and integrating these two pieces to then inspire growth and shift and uh, it's been I've I've just really found I think for me a way that I can share my gifts and and offer uh, people something that they can work with and use to to complement the other spiritual work they're doing and also healing that they're doing you know whether they're working with a um a therapist or a counselor this work that i'm doing is really complementary. or if you're working with a coach even it's really complementary to to gain some insight into into that metaphysical piece that may be influencing some of the stuff that um that is turning the wheel in your life right now so I'm I'm really excited about that. The, so in that regard, the full moon is on Friday and I have a full moon reading. It's a two card tarot reading um integrated with a full uh a natal um chart um mini reading. So combined these two things kind of really can 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 um harness a lot of info. And they're about 30 to 45 minutes long and it's a pretty um, great intro reading. If you've not gotten any um, readings from me, it's a great kind of uh, status update kind of reading. It gets you aligned with um, with some of the, the pieces that are going on and then has um, a component where, <clears throat> you know, because I record my readings in like with myself, like looking at your chart and then pulling the cards and, and recording it, I send you an audio recording and some photos of your tarot altar that I've created for you to put the cards in. And you get to have the experience of listening and making a ritual out of this listening. And you can use that to journal. Um, A lot of times within the reading, what comes up is that I can, you know, offer suggestions for ritual. I can offer suggestions for... um, Uh, writing prompts and different ways that you might look back um you know a certain amount of years to see what happened for you then because I'm looking at your chart and saying, "Well, this is closing this cycle for you or this is opening this cycle for you and it's been really, really cool um, <clears throat> so thank you for those of you who've gotten readings from me and um again, if you have and you haven't um reviewed me on Facebook, there's um an opportunity for you to share. Um, that there and if you if you care to share on Instagram and tag me that would be awesome just sharing the work that I'm doing if it's impacted and benefited you in any way so appreciative of all that support Um, you're really helping me to support myself and my family going through this shift into my working for myself so thank you again for those of you who have done that okay the other part of this, and this may come in a little later, but one of the things that I um, uh, was um, gotten, I, I I listened to um, a podcast called Accessible, Astro- Accessible Astrology um, by Eugenia Kroc. She's an astrologer out of um, Boulder, Colorado, and um, she's... Uh, really beautiful highly skilled astrologer who has been doing work a long time she's a psychotherapist as well and so she's looking at um astrology from a really cool perspective i think and um i've enjoyed her podcast and um as an astrologer i think it's a really a podcast for astrologers but what what's cool is that she mentioned um Uh, like this generational aspect to astrology which happens in the outer planets so she specifically was talking about Uranus in being in Scorpio for a generation which includes myself and kind of being curious about how uh, that has played out in having a whole generation of people having that placement and you know um, so what got me thinking about um, then I got thinking about this full moon libra sandwich that's happening right now in the cosmos where we had a full moon um last month in libra we have one this month in libra and um and what is it hitting in the generational kind of placement right like what is there and okay so the generation if you were born in 1971 to 84 it's a huge possibility you know 71 and 84 there's it transits out of But so you should look if 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 you're in one of those out those edgy years. But for me, I was born in 78 and my Pluto is in Libra. So Pluto is, of course, the well, of course, is the planet of transformation and death and rebirth. And it really has to do with where you seat your power. It's second chakra energy of, um, you know, this powerful, deep, emotional kind of transformation that happens from the inside out and it can be subtle you don't necessarily recognize it from the external it's some deep personal transformation there's also um, an affinity of with Pluto with um, sexual trauma and the fact that you know our generation has been really the ones talking about all of the sexual trauma that has Um, been part of history and patriarchy and really calling it out now and supporting people who have come out um, as uh, sexual abuse victims and um, supporting them coming forward and believing them you know and and this is the work of pluto and libra um it's really our generational work to um to understand what transforming relationships looks like right because we're bringing that into this the conscious culture right with creating safe space and understanding non-binary relationships and really um giving support to those who have um unconventional relationships and bringing that into the conscious culture rather than letting it continue to be in the shadow it's really about making it right making it just for everyone making there be an equality piece their harmonious piece where um, there's an inclusivity you know this transformation of of spaces where they must include every voice for them to be uh, relevant right? That that you can no longer have one dissonant voice tell everybody what the reality is, because the relationship of that feels like disenfranchisement, right? It feels like we are separate from each other and our culture, but we aren't. We are actually in relationship to everyone and our culture um, in a very energetic and uh, fierce way all of the time, right? We don't we don't live in a vacuum. We don't live on an island. We live spinning through the universe on this blue planet with a ton of other people who all have um, their own experiences and beliefs. And how do, we, how do we transform relationships with others so that it holds space for everyone to be there without hiding, without apologizing for who they are? And um, I believe this is part of evolution that we... Um, as this generation starts to teach um, and starts to really become involved in the public sphere in a real real way as we all you know mature this is this is the work of our generation and that's Pluto in Libra so it's a powerful time for you if you are born like I am between seventy one and eighty four where it's going to hit that Pluto transit um that pluto natal placement um it's really that 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 energy there so these two full moons okay so it's full moon week full moons on friday the 19th of april and last month um you know we had the full moon on the 19th as well which is interesting so but i wanted to just quickly talk about what what can be done for a full moon week if you want to work with moon energy um you know you can prepare for ritual and ritual can look like anything you know it sounds very you know um important to talk about ritual but ritual is brushing your teeth right ritual is is um eating eating breakfast with your kids ritual is driving to work ritual is putting on your shoes um you know ritual is caring for yourself, ritual is paying your bills, ritual is all the things that kind of support your life to be uh, meaningful, right? So ritual can be calling a friend, ritual can be anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, drenched in spiritual um, importance to be important um, is what I think. Um, So if you have any thoughts around what it is that you'd like to release something that, you know, this is what the full moon supports is for you to fully see some truth around what is needed and what is no longer useful. And sometimes, you know, we like to judge those things and say, Oh, well, you know, I'm not, you know, we want to look at, um, things that are wounding us, trauma, all these, you know, things that we need to release, but a release can be something that actually served us at one point. Um, and just is full full bloomed and is no longer needing our attention perhaps it's something that we've fostered um, a connection with enough that it doesn't require our full-time attention Um, it it you know it deserves a space in our life still or maybe it doesn't but it doesn't need our full attention it's not where we're growing so I just want to kind of drop that in and see uh, how that resonates for you you know perhaps you're You're, you're thinking that it's, it's like, well, I'm going to push away this thing in my life. But, um, you know, sometimes it's as simple as, well, I've outgrown that way of thinking. I've outgrown that way of, um, of talking about something or someone, or I'm releasing, you know, um, one of the, you know, language is a huge, uh, you know, Libra is an air sign. So it, it, it rules the mind. Air, Air is mental energy and um, the the place of ideas and so and thought and so you know how how is old language not serving right is there a language we can you know release now that um, will make space for more descriptive language about our experience Um, and I think that that's a really lovely way to think about the Libra full moon even it can be very simple it can be unseen it can be Swift and quickly initiated, okay? Because that's the 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 energy of air. If you're looking for a um a way to actually work with the full moon, I do have a resource for you. I have a full moon ritual worksheet. If you go and sign up for my newsletter on my website at paintedgoddess.com dot com that's P A I N T E D G O D D E S S. dot com, you will. Be asked to join my newsletter list. It'll pop up and you can put your information in there and you will receive from me a full moon ritual worksheet. Um, it's a just a two page, I believe, maybe three document. And it just says simply steps, how to make space for a full moon ritual. It's very simple. I think it probably would take, I mean, it can take as long as you like. But it can take as little as five minutes to do something to mark the moon, to punctuate this time and to really draw your attention in um, to the energies of this this full moon. I mean, this is good for any the worksheet is for any full moon. So um, some of the, the pieces that I that I pull in here around the Libra energy specifically can maybe inform what what it is that you actually do, you know, speaking. Um, speaking the words of release is something um, an air release might look like, right? Like at a full moon that's fire, we might burn something. At a full moon that's earth, we might bury something in the ground. In um, a full moon that's water, we might um, allow something to float away in a river, you know, you could write something on a leaf. But this full moon is air, so you can sing it out. You can talk it out you can scream it out you can howl it out right so there's this breath energy that can just take away and release those things and transmute that energy so i highly recommend that you mark this time because i think as we all know it's easy to forget the things that we spend time on if we don't actually punctuate them with some attention and some presence and a full moon ritual is the perfect way to do that okay of course, the other thing that you can do at full moon time, if you really want to get witchy about it, is to put some water in a vessel, uh, put a little salt in there. You can charge your crystals in that water or you can just make moon water and put the put the jar in the full moon light somewhere where it will access the full moon. And you want to start that witches always do things for three days so so you can start that Thursday tomorrow and leave it until Saturday and then you'll have some full moon water and good things to do with full moon water are you know you can use them in ritual use you know you can put your hands in them you know I like to imagine that you know full moon water is like what holy water is to Catholics perhaps so you know I might. uh uh, drop a little in my hand and, and rub my hands and pat my face while I breathe. Um, it just brings attention to that, that release, that, that feeling. You can water your plants with it. Of course. Um, you can, um, yeah, you can do a lot of things with, with water. Of course. Um, you can drink it, you know, there's a little salt in it, it won't hurt you. Um, as long as it's drinkable water before you put it out with the moon. Um, so okay and of course you know charging crystals and other magical items in the full moonlight can you know imbue them with this powerful energy and um yeah it's just a lovely part of a ritual to to imbibe these or imbue these things with magical moon energy Okay, so let's talk about this full moon cycle. Now, I call it a full moon cycle because what I'm really doing is I'm looking at full moon to full moon this month, right? And a lot of times i will talk- you'll hear me talk about a moon cycle initiated by a new moon, and of course, this moon cycle is initiated by a new moon um and I'm definitely using new moon cycles as a as an anchor in my life and my work. But I think it's it's always good to note what's actually happening instead of just doing the same thing all the time. And so the full moon cycle this month, that's, you know, full moon in Libra at zero degrees happened on March 19th. And that was the day before the vernal, I'm sorry, it happened on March 20th. It was actually that night. So anyways, um, which is the vernal equinox, but it was... You know, so it happened on um, in March, it was zero on zero degrees Libra, which is the first degree of Libra, which in itself is initiatory time. It's like, let's go. And when I started to look, a lot of the um, moons, um, the full moons were, were and new moon, the full moons were landing on zero degrees. It was really interesting. So there's a lot of initiatory energy coming forward. And it's just keep saying, like, it's time to go it's time to go. It's time to get going. You know, it's time to start. And this Libra full moon at zero degrees Libra really was initiatory. It really began this spring cycle because it happened at the vernal equinox, which is the first day of spring. It really initiated something huge moving forward. You know, we spent a lot of March in Mercury retrograde, um, though months before, you know, January was kind of a crazy political time where our workers were, you know, our government was on furlough and it just felt like there was no new year until this last month at this full moon. I really felt the shift and I've talked to a lot of people who felt that as well. It's finally actually moving forward and progressing now that Mercury is out of retrograde. And we, we had a new moon then in Aries um, and then we're going to have another, um, on, and that was on the 5th of April, uh, April, and on a Friday. And then this Friday, um, oh, sorry, let me just, let's, let's, I made notes, so I don't know why I'm just cycling ahead, but okay. So the Libra sandwich of 2019, this is what that cycle looks like. That's what I'm calling it. The Libra sandwich. So this whole cycle is summarized, in my, in my opinion, by, of course, the mantra of Aries, which is, who am I? And who am I in relationships to people, places, things, and myself, right? Like, because that first house energy, that Aries energy is always, it's about the self, the ego, who am I? What, you know, I am, you know, this, I am, I am, you know, free, I am willing, I am all the things, whatever you believe yourself to be. It's really initiatory of the self. And then Libra energy, which is seventh house energy, is all about who am I? It's it's my relationship to others, right? It's relationship. It's about com- committed partnerships, committed relationships. And so this Libra sandwich um, is super interesting because I noticed too, this is a cardinal sign cycle so um, the Libra full moon on the on in March on the on the 19th 20th Libra is a cardinal air sign so it's initiating a mental air energy right and then the full moon um, is associated with illumination so it's initiating a mental air energy of illumination it's illuminating our thoughts It's illuminating our thoughts about relationships. It's illuminating, you know, what we think about ourselves in relationship to others naturally. And then this new moon in Aries that happened um, on the 5th, it's, it's then an, an, it's a fire cardinal energy and cardinal cardinal in the Zodiac means initiatory, right? It goes first. So fire cardinal energy is the spark of a flame. it's the it's the it's the igniting spark. and um, Aries is first house stuff again, all about the ego. so it's really initiating a, a a a selfhood, initiating a new beginning of self, a new um a new arrival of self, right? And then the first quarter moon in Cancer on the 12th, last Friday, happened in the cardinal sign of Cancer. And Cancer is a water sign, so it's water cardinal energy. Okay, again, initiating water, which is associated with emotions. So it's this initiation of emotional uh, energy. And then the full moon in libra on the 19th this friday again is initiating a mental air energy of illumination and first quarter energy by the way is associated with the work you know it's the time to get to work so doing it's initiating emotional work you know and and how do we work our emotions what do we we feel them we allow them to be in our body without resisting them We allow them to inform um, our actions, right? We, you know, we do so many of the things that we do because of how we want to feel or how we think we will feel once we do something, right? A lot of our feelings around success, our feelings around being good mothers, around being good people, around being um, productive in the world, around creating art all of these things come from a feeling that we want to feel. We want to feel of service. We want to feel connected. We want to feel, you know, you talk, you know, this is Danielle Laporte's work, which is like how do you, what are your core desired feelings? Right? And she's a cancer by the way. So it's like what is what is this and how do we want to feel and really initiating a new way of feeling into our bodies, feeling into the emotions that we have. Um, and understanding that our emotions are a resource for us. And so honoring them as a resource and honoring them when they tell us they need rest, we need rest, our bodies need rest, you know, allowing that to be a guide for ourselves is very powerful. And so that first quarter moon last, um, last Friday was really initiating an emotional, um, self right so this is all happening in this first part of this year and really it's the witch's you know it's a it's a new year astrologically rather um this witch's new year as far as i'm concerned it's really um there's i have two new years a year anyway whatever so <laughs> at least every new moon is kind of like a whole new situation for me so so water cardinal energy first quarter moon really about the emotional work now we have this full moon in libra again this full moon libra excuse me this full moon libra sandwich is like coming in on this friday and it's again going to anchor us back to the mental air energy of illumination and so with that quarter moon and the new moon you know being there it's like whoa You know, it's all this cardinal initiatory energy. And then the last quarter moon of this full moon cycle or this of this cycle going into the new moon will be in Capricorn, which is cardinal earth. It's the cardinal earth sign. So all of these quarters, these moon quarters are cardinal energy. And what is it initiating in earth, right? Cardinal earth sign is about building structure. It's about building, um, it's about time management. It's about um, prioritizing and mastery, you know, mastering of the self. So when you think about this whole cycle being um, initiated as I'm presenting it at least, and I'm sure there's more um, coincidences that come in when you start to look at even more of the echoes, but the full moon cardinal air energy initiating like, Let's think. Let's contemplate. Let's be curious. There's a curiosity of a new thought. Oh, what if I had new thoughts? And then this new moon in Aries coming in and saying, "Well, let's 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 create something new. Let's create an actual new beginning with a heart-centered kind of I am." Um, you know, not necessarily from um, the you know shadow of the ego, but from the light of the ego, from something that's uniquely you. Right. And standing in that power and initiating something that you believe to be uh, useful, true, whether it's for yourself and your community or whatever. And then and then, um, you know, hitting this cardinal cancer uh, energy and then having another full moon in Libra and then ending it with that cardinal uh, Capricorn energy, which is like it's really about editing out what's not necessary so you can build the structure you're meant to build. And this is like foundations of your empire. And, you know, it's really taken to heart for me because I'm looking at what is it in my business that I need to focus on that's most important to what I want to provide a service for, who I want to be teaching, who I'm serving, what is it that I'm doing? And when we bring our work into the world, this is all all about it, right? And this cardinal energy is helping us to begin something that pulls all of the elements together right so we can point our arrow in the direction of our dreams and really really have the power to initiate something and that's what this time of year is for and i am so excited to see how this works out for you i'm excited to see how this works out for me i know there's a lot of um you know people in the world who are trying to Um, level up and evolve humanity by evolving themselves and by being more transparent in their emotions and their trauma and their you know let's not hide who we've been who we are we're all works in progress and that's fucking beautiful so I love this cycle I love this cardinal cycle of initiation it's a you know it's a um, it's an emphasis on this year. This year is meant to initiate us all into a new way of being that we believe from our imagination can be possible. And it's only up to us to create those things in little ways, right? And it's taking all of us with us. It's not leaving the emotional behind. It's not hiding our emotions so we can be super productive. It's not only living in the emotion and and leaving out creating something real it's all of the things it's all of it and then it's sharing those ideas with others freely in a way that sparks their uh being because by by living in our own power we absolutely give permission for others around us to do the same when we are fully ourselves and we love ourselves unconditionally we get to benefit from being in the world that way because not only are we are we i i i'm gonna you know i'm working on language too i'm working on i statements this is an interesting like little because while i'm you know i want to talk to you it's like really for me i i want to make statements about myself so here's here's my i am working on showing up exactly as i am without apology And I am going to surrender into myself, you know, something that came through last week when I was at a moon circle for women was in one that I didn't lead, which was amazing. It was so wonderful to be in circle and not lead the circle. Um, And what came through for me is I am a home. I am a home to my soul. I'm the only one who lives in here. I am the only one who lives here. I have a responsibility to inhabit myself. And my self-love is not only my birthright, but my divine responsibility. And showing up in the world in this way, I get to benefit from watching my life unfold with a feeling of being in alignment. And I also notice that I am not perfect and I am a work in progress and I'm dancing around whatever perceived perception that I have for my life. And I'm co-creating with my husband and my kids and my extended family, my parents. I'm co-creating with everyone who is in my life that I'm so grateful for, all my friends. You know, we're co-authoring our lives where we meet. And that's this I am, I stand in my own self and my own power, and I am co-creating with others who i want to stand in their own power because when we both do that there's a freedom a liberation that unfolds between us where you know we can move a little freer because i don't have a script for how they need to act so that i can feel a certain way and vice versa right so releasing others from your scripts for them how they need to act in order for you to love them, you know, reflected back on yourself. Like, I must be this way in order for me to love myself. No, 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 no. Love, love can be unconditional. And when we bring it back into the heart, into that real deep place, we know that that's true. We know we are love. We know that's our purpose is to uncover, I think it was Rumi who said, um, let, uh, it was like, let me uncover all the ways that I, uh, that I wall myself against love. That's not, it's, he says it much more eloquently, I think, and that's okay. But my version of it is like, I'm going to break down all of the walls between me and love. All the ways that I've armored my heart against being vulnerable right because when I was young being vulnerable meant I was unsafe right but I'm an adult now and I can actually I have the privilege and privilege is not you know afforded to everyone unfortunately but I have the privilege of of standing in my power and so by doing so and giving giving myself permission that permission extends to others and when i have my power in line when i show up to somewhere if someone else is vulnerable i'm powerful enough to actually make space for them to be heard as well just by my being that way that's my that's my teaching right now for myself from this moon cycle of who am i and who am i in relationship to myself to people, to places, and to things. Okay, I hope that you have a wonderful full moon week. And again, if you're looking for a full moon ritual worksheet, go to paintedgoddess.com, sign up for my emails, and you will have that delivered into your inbox right away. Thank you so much. Hope you have a beautiful day. thank you for listening to the painted goddess podcast an imperfect and amazing discovery process i hope that you'll subscribe rate and share this podcast if you found it beneficial we're just starting out here so it may seem a little disjointed but you know isn't that how everything good starts (laughs) all right later days